Dante Wright, 20 years old, year 2021, killed driving with his girlfriend. Wright was stopped by officers for a traffic violation. Police chief said it was an accident. Police officer Kim Potter shot him as he was trying to get back into his car. Potter says she mistook, mistook her gun for her taser. Andre Hill, year 2020, what was he doing? Emerged from a garage and holding up a cell phone in his left hand. Officer Adam Coy shot Andre Hill and handcuffed him. He lay on the ground for five minutes and 11 seconds until he died. Criminal investigation is still pending. This happened in 2020. Manuel Ellis, year 2020, walking home from a convenience store. Officer slammed the patrol car door into him, knocking him down. Tacoma Police Department officers Christopher Burbank and Matthew Collins tackled and struck Ellis multiple times. Next, George Floyd. We all know about George Floyd, year 2020. Allegedly tried to use a counterfeit $20 bill. $20, okay. Floyd was handcuffed on the ground as officer Derek Chauvin knelt on his neck for nine minutes, 29 seconds as Floyd pleaded with the four officers present and repeatedly told them that he could not breathe as Chauvin kept his neck on Floyd. Excuse me. Chauvin kept his knee on Floyd's neck even when he became unresponsive. Rihanna Taylor, 2020. What was she doing at time of death? She was asleep. At home. Asleep. Who's next? Stephon Clark. 2018. What was he doing? Standing in his grandmother's backyard. Officers said they believe Clark was holding a gun as they shot at him more than 20 times. Shot at this man more than 20 times. What was he actually holding? A cell phone. Philando Castile, 2016, what was he doing? Pulled over for a traffic stop. Police dash cam video of a traffic stop shows a police officer shooting Castile seconds after he informed him that he had a legal firearm. Castile's girlfriend, Diamond, who was in the car along with her four-year-old daughter, captured the aftermath on Facebook Live. Alton Sterling, 2016, what was he doing? Selling CDs and DVDs. Sterling was shot by an officer, one of two officers who confronted him outside of a shop. He was tasered and pinned to the ground before being, before being shot six times. In the video footage, the officer can be heard threatening to shoot Sterling in the head. And then after the shooting, after the shooting, repeatedly called him a stupid MFR. No charges were filed. Freddie Gray, what was he doing? Died in a police van. Gray had been arrested and placed in the back of a police van. He was found dead 45 minutes later. His spinal cord nearly severed. His hands and feet had been shackled and without a seatbelt, he could not protect himself as he was tossed around inside the vehicle. Eric Gardner, 2014, allegedly selling loose cigarettes. 
Officer Daniel held Eric in a chokehold that he did not release in spite of Gardner saying, I can't breathe 11 times. I'm just just going through who who is some that I've not even heard of. Gabrielle Neverez, 22 years old, 2014. What was she doing? She was driving. When officers asked Neverez to pull over, she rammed into a police car. The police officers opened fire on her car. Okay. Tamir Rice, 2014. What was he doing? Tamir Rice, hold on. 12 years old. 12 years old. Tamir Rice. What was he doing? Playing with a toy gun in a park. Playing with a toy gun in a park. 12 year old. Man, not even old enough to drive. Not even old enough to see a PG-13 movie. How was he killed? Within two seconds of arriving at the park, an officer had fatally shot Rice. Police then tackled his 14-year-old sister to the ground, handcuffed her, and put her in the back of a police car. It took four minutes for officers to administer first aid to Rice. He died in the hospital the following day. I could go on. There's plenty. I mean, Michael Brown, 2014, died walking with a friend. Tanisha Anderson. And the end of this presentation that I pulled up, these are just a few. So y'all know what I'm talking about here. These are just a few of the black Americans killed by police. There are many, many more. Okay. Another instance. Julius Jones. Do you know who Julius Jones is? If you don't, then you've been living under a rock or you choose not to know who this man is because it's all over the news and you ought to know. Julius Jones. Let's just read this real quick. The death sentence of Julius Jones was commuted by Oklahoma's governor Thursday to life in prison without the possibility of parole, stopping his impending execution. OK, so this man was told he's supposed to go have the death penalty okay and recently it was said oh no he's not going to get the death penalty he's just going to live life in prison for the rest of his life without a chance of getting out okay let's get a little deeper into who julius jones is just because it's a recent one jones had been scheduled to be executed thursday for the murder of paul howe in 1999 jones says he's innocent let's see let's see let's keep going back I want to bring up just the important who is Julius Jones and why have so many people been following the case Jones who obviously is black was sentenced to death after being convicted of Howe's murder during a carjacking but Jones insists he's innocent he and his attorneys and advocates have raised a number of issues with his case according to his clemency petition Jones and his attorneys say he spent nearly two decades nearly 20 years of his life Okay, nearly 20 years of his life on death row for a crime he did not commit simply due to fundamental breakdowns in the system tasked with deciding his guilt. Okay, how was killed in a carjacking the night of July 28, 1999, when he, his adult sister and daughters pulled into his parents driveway, according to court documents, how sister. The documents say described the shooter as a black man who she said was wearing jeans, a white T-shirt, a black cap and a red bandana over his face. Julius, 19 at the time, 19, was arrested a few days later after authorities found the murder weapon, murder weapon wrapped in a red bandana inside his family's home. Jones was tried alongside a co-defendant who was sentenced to 40, 30 years in prison after pleading guilty to first degree murder, murder and conspiracy to commit a robbery. The co-defendant testified against Jones, who was convicted and sentenced to death. 
Jones' clemency petition raises several points of contention in his case, one being his alibi. Jones' family says he was home with them the night of the murder per the clemency petition. The jury was also not even shown a photo of Jones, taken days before Howe's killing that the petition says would have shown he did not match the shooter's description. The red bandana is also another point of conflict. Jones' clemency petition cites several individuals who said his co-defendant, Christopher Jordan, admitted to killing Howe and hiding the weapon and bandana inside Jones's house. Okay, so I'm not going to get too far into Julius Jones's story, but however, we have this black man here at 19, you sentenced to death for essentially what we see is a crime that the odds are telling us he did not commit. Okay, the facts are telling us he did not commit. But this here discussion today is not about Julius Don't Julius Jones. It's not about Tamir Rice. I want to get to Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. What did Kyle Rittenhouse do? Okay, who is Kyle Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse was arrested early Wednesday. So this is an older article. Okay, he was arrested early Wednesday, about 30 minutes southwest of protests in Kenosha. If you don't know what happened in Kenosha with the protests, uh, who this was in regards to another black man's killing. Let's see. I believe who died. Another man of color. Let's see. Kenosha, Tennessee. Who were they protesting? I just want to make sure I get y'all all of the facts that's going on. Do, 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 do. Why can't I find this? All right. Let's see. Kenosha killing. Mm, Jacob Blake. Okay. Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake. Okay. I should have known that. Jacob Blake. Okay. So we had these protests that were going on in Wisconsin. Uh, and protesting the death of Jacob Blake, another black man, of course, that was killed. Okay. And what we see with Mr. Rittenhouse is that supposedly he was asked to come guard some sort of store. Keep in mind, I believe he was 17 at this time. I want to say 17. Okay. Lives in Illinois. He don't even live in Wisconsin. He don't live in the state. Okay. This man comes to Wisconsin. This man got a military style military now military style semi-automatic rifle not a cell phone not a toy gun not a pack of cigarettes military style auto semi-automatic okay so we go through about 15 minutes before the first shooting police officers drive past mr rittenhouse and his big old bazooka gun and the other armed civilians who claim to be protecting some sort of dealership okay one Police officers drive past Mr. Rittenhouse and the other armed civilians. Okay, police did not drive past Tamir Rice. They did not drive past Eric Garner. They did not drive past anyone that was black and unarmed. But they drive past this man with this big old bazooka gun. Okay, so we'll continue. Uh, first shooting, Mr. Rittenhouse is being pursued by some group. Un, an unknown gunman fires into the air. Mr. Rittenhouse turns toward the sound of gunfire as a pursuer lunges toward him from the same direction. Mr. Rittenhouse then fires four times, shoots the man clean in the head. He dead. Okay, next. He don't stop there. Mr. Rittenhouse continues with his guns. Okay, he is a few other people. They see like you just killed a man. We're coming after you. Mr. Rittenhouse now continues to shoot again. Uh, it says as Mr. Rittenhouse runs, he trips, falls, fires four shots as three people rush to him. 
One person is hit in the chest, falls to the ground. Another is hit in the arm and runs away. What is the police response? As this happened, police vehicles just one block away remained stationary during this gunfire. They didn't remain stationary during any of the instances with the black individuals, at least unless it came to trying to provide aid to them, of course. Mr. Rittenhouse walks with his hands up towards the police officers. Bystanders call out to the officers. He just killed someone. They say he just killed someone. What do the police do? The police drive by him without stopping. Drive by him without stopping. Okay. And that's kind of just where I want to stop right there. I'm not going to get too far into the actual case. Uh, just because to me it completely baffled me in regards to the result. This man was deemed innocent of all counts. Not guilty of nothing. Kyle Rittenhouse, you're not guilty of nothing, they say. Okay. So I just want to utilize my platform to speak my truth as to why i was so upset at the findings of this individual not being guilty of anything okay so you have we've already gone through all of the examples of individuals that look like me okay pack of cigarettes 20 dollar bill toy gun cell phone killed dead gone not coming back not coming back and then you have this white man with a semi-automatic military grade gun who traveled cross state lines traveled cross state lines to go to a protest that he believed was against his own beliefs they are protesting the killing of a black man. He is going there as a white man who, from this social media, from what we have seen, is going there not to protect, but is going there to stir up. Why else are you going there? You don't need to protect no store. That's what police are supposed to be there for. Okay, so let's just paint the picture. And then what you just see here is he kills two people. The cops drive by him. They don't arrest him on site. They don't shoot him. They don't taser him. They don't rear chokehold him. They don't put a knee on his neck. They're like, nah, because he don't look like us. We're just going to drive past. He can't be the suspect. And for me, for me, why do I get upset? I got people in my Instagram comments when I posted on this. Ah, you know, self-defense. And it's like people... It's like y'all not seeing it. And I don't know if it's ignorance. I don't know if it's being stubborn. I don't know if it's lack of intelligence. When you look at our justice system, justice system, in quotes, when you look at it, there we have seen, based off of precedent, based off what has happened in the past, that if you are black, if you are dark-skinned, you are at a disadvantage. You are at a disadvantage when it comes to encounters with the police. You are at a disadvantage when it comes to being found innocent or guilty with a jury. You are found, you are at a disadvantage when it comes to trying to present the facts to defend yourself, as we saw with Julius Jones. And for me, the issue is, is there's no justice. Let me actually, let's put up <clears throat> the definition of justice says just 
behavior or treatment. Fair. Equal. Let's start there. Equal treatment. Please tell me how there is a just, fair, equal treatment of black and white people in the United States when a black man who there are not facts to say you killed anyone death row for the rest of your life but then you have a white man who it is shown has killed two people left his home with a military gun and you killed two people ain't no death row ain't no prison bed you're free to go so much so that we got republicans talking about they want to bring kyle on as an intern you think if Kyle was black, he would be alive today? You think he would be free? You think he would be getting internships with politicians? And if your answer to that is, I don't know, like some people in my comments, that's ignorance. If your answer to that is, ah, yeah, if he was black, the same thing would happen. Stupidity. Okay, you're choosing to be blind to the truth. And so for me, the whole purpose of this message is, why people people will ask why do black people get upset why do black people get angry at the justice system it's because it's simply not fair man it's just not fair like that's the reality it's not equal you can be white you get so much leniency you get so much so much grace so much mercy given i saw this tweet it said the system is not broken the system is protecting who it was meant to protect. It gets no more factual than that for me. When you look at just the basis, me and my wife talked about, she asked, you know, what is the solution? What's the solution? What is the solution? I don't think there honestly is one. When you look at the United States and how the U.S. was formed, formed on the backs of slavery, formed on the backs of my people, building, picking, enslaved serving this country was built on the belief of white supremacy that's the reality when you look at even like the stupid the dumbest holiday we got christopher columbus day okay do y'all know what really happened when columbus came to america he didn't found he didn't find america it was already there okay native americans was already here he didn't find it but because of our eurocentric teachings we believe this same thing with Thanksgiving, which is coming up. Do y'all even know? Do y'all like watching this, listening to this? Do you even know where Thanksgiving comes from? It At the root, what happened was you had Europeans come to the Americas, kill off those who were already here and say, this is our land. Okay. So for my perspective, when you know the true history of the United States, the history they don't really want to talk about. The reality is this country was formed off of the basis of white supremacy. It was formed on the basis of establishing, progressing, and growing the white population. That is the reality. And so, from my perspective, the only way to fix the system is to burn it down. Is to burn it down. That's the reality. And I just, it's sad because there, like, there's... We, we tell, you know, our children, you know, go to law school, become lawyers and judges, things that, that don't matter, man. The problem is deeper. The problem is deeper. The problem is 
ingrained in our American society and is that simply there is one demographic that is protected one demographic that the United States of America was deemed you are at the top and that's the white male it's the reality history tells us that we see it today it's very clear it's very straightforward and so for my white brothers and sisters I'm married to a white woman so I can be transparent in this like you have to have an understanding of where my people are coming from when we see these verdicts. When we see like Derek Chauvin being announced guilty, that police officer that, you know, foot on the neck or knee on the neck of George Floyd. Why were we so celebratory? Is because time and time again, we have seen that the justice system is not going to want to make examples out of the white individual that does wrong. We see it. What was the man? I don't even, I'm not going to look it up, uh, buddy. There was two, another back to back. It was Corey Beatty, someone I played with. He was black. Corey Beatty raped a woman. Corey Beatty is now in prison. He's going to be in there a long time. There was this white guy, don't remember his name, in Stanford. Actually, we'll look it up. White player, Stanford rape. And it'll come up. Should be one of the first things. X step, Brock Turner, rapist, swimmer. Six month sentence for sexually assaulting an unconscious woman at Stanford University. Six months. Okay. That man went to prison in the winter, came out in the fall. How'd that happen? How does that happen? He had the right skin. That's the reality. And so for me, man, it's just like. It's one of those things like shout out uh, Shayna. Shayna had posted, you know, what is more disappointing? Was it the verdict of Kyle Rittenhouse not being guilty of nothing? Like, bro, you killed two people. You ain't guilty of nothing. Come on. Is it more disappointing the verdict or the fact that we were not surprised? And I think that's the saddest thing about it, man, is when I saw that verdict, it was not surprising. Was it upsetting? Yes. Disappointing? Yes. Because I know if the shoe was on the other foot or the skin tone was a little darker, he it's a wrap for that man. He ain't seeing light no more. But the fact that we have just become so numb to the discrepancy and the difference in our judicial system, it's just sad, man. It's really sad. It's really sad. And maybe, you know, I try to be someone that provides more solution and is more solution oriented instead of problem based but at the same time i get to use my platform to vent i get to use my platform to speak my mind and share my truth and it's just i don't know if there's anything that someone could take away from this is if you yourself watched the kyle rittenhouse you know case and you were wondering why black America was upset. Maybe you truly believe, you know, self-defense. And that's the thing, too, is like he ain't killed black people. He killed white people. And we are still bothered because we see the difference in the treatment. And so if there is any sort of enlightenment I can provide utilizing my platform, it is please try to get an understanding of the difference that is shown based on your skin tone in America through the judicial system. That is the whole point of this message is there is shown there is a clear difference. There is just a clear difference in treatment, a clear difference in fairness. 
And it's pathetic. It really is. But I don't have no solutions. I really don't have any solutions today. Today's message is not one that is to uplift. It is not one to encourage. It is one for Joshua Grady to be as transparent about my feelings in regards to a real life event. And that's all I really got. So this is Agent Talk. This is Joshua Grady. I'm bothered, but at the end of the day, we have one judge, we have one jury, we have one executioner, and that is the Lord Most High. And I know all of this goes through him, so that's why I can have a peace about it. But at the same time, for those, my people of color, who are upset and don't know what's going on and, you know, just bothered, I'm with you there. I'm with you, but know that God has more in store. One day we will be, there will be a new heaven and a new earth. And in that time, I'm not going to be worried about no judges. I'm not going to be worried about no cases. I'm not going to be worried about no skin tone because I know that God is good. So if there's anything I can leave you with, it is that for any of y'all that might feel in despair, might feel hopeless, might just be angry at the U.S. and all that. I understand. But just know that there is a God that loves you. He's out there. And he's going to be a judge over me, over you, over Kyle, over Tamir, over everyone. And that's all I got. Joshua Grady, Agent Talk. If you received any value, any truth from this, hit the subscribe, leave a review, drop the comments. I would love some feedback. And that's all I got. Two different Americas. There are two different Americas based on what you look like. Just please understand it's a reality. Please do not be ignorant to that fact. The moment we can at least get rid of the ignorance and at least acknowledge the state of this country, that's a step towards progress. So, Agent Grady, Josh Grady, I'm out.